Welcome to the check-in. Welcome to the check-in. We are back like we never left. I say that every episode. Yeah, but we're actually about to leave for a little bit. Back in black. We're back in black like we never left. We have a special guest today. Another special guest. Yeah. We're three for three. And this is like our double feature. So, you know, hand claps for our double feature. Hand claps for our double feature. All right. So our special guest uh, is the founder of this wonderful organization platform. Yes. The Kaleidoscope Institute. We have francesco yeah. or franco or on tuesdays on tuesdays Only on tuesdays yes. when you have tacos yes, yes yes but sir thank you so much for joining us Absolutely. it's my pleasure man it's my pleasure like i told you earlier like this is my first time you know publicly talking about substances outside of like the social media platforms yeah it's gonna be interesting yeah it's but, gonna be a fun time yeah. we love talking about drugs yes we like to start off the show. <laughs> I love studying it, reading about it. It's interesting. We just need to check in, though. How are you doing today? <sighs> today has been quite the... I mean, every day has been the same since I've been back in uh, Baltimore. Because remember I told you, you yeah. travel for work. Mm-hmm. So I've been here for like the last two weeks. It's just been a bunch of like Stuff. DIY projects. It's just house yeah. shit. It's not even like... I feel that. She's a homeowner as well. Word. Yes. Yeah. So you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Replacing the HVAC on this Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. Bless your soul. Yeah, well. I'm a renter. Somebody got to. Yeah. Yeah. The rent rent helps, though. The rent helps. Oh, you rented out. I'm rented her home that she's living in. Yeah, I rent a floor. Yeah. Is it like, does it got a basement? Where, where do, What area of Baltimore do you all live? It's um, funny. We don't. We're in like the <laughs> very, very south part of Baltimore. That's kind of Glenburnie. Not Dundalk. The Bernie. Uh, we're <laughs> close to Dundalk, though. Yeah, we are that close Bernie, to Bernie, bro. Yeah. Like Brooklyn area. We're very close to Brooklyn. Very, 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 very close to like Cherry if Hill. You, you trip, you are in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. Do you like it? I do. It's a nice, you know, amount of restaurants. It's around tucked the area. away. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a nice little place, like, and word. it was affordable. Boom. So that's really the yeah. thing that matters. Because yes. where are people buying houses now? I don't know. Yeah. No clue. All over all the uh, predominantly white neighborhoods, like mm. Federal Hill, mm. Bell's Point, mm. places where everyone is like deciding to like settle and purchase homes. And those homes are starting to be ridiculous. Yeah. They're starting to be yeah. crazy. It's giving DC, and I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that shit well, at I've all. Been reading like a lot of the Baltimore residents are actually moving out the city. Yeah, they can't afford it anymore. Well, no, no, not the part that they can't afford. But yeah. in terms of moving out, like I kind of like like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I just feel like an adult talking about houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel the like market it. is about to change. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> How are, how are you doing, Twin? Oh, we briefly went over that, but you know, I'm just exhausted. Yeah. I'm just waiting for my off day so I can just exist and not have to do shit. Yeah. Just mm. breathe air and just be there. Do you work from home or? I do. I do. Uh, I'm in IT. Lucky ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's like right when you work from home and you're in IT, are you ever really off? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you get calls in the middle of the night because someone's down. It's like, wow. 3, 4 a.m. Clocking in wow. on a Saturday at 8 a.m. Okay, yeah. this is fun. But yeah, you know. It's but how do you feel about your space being like an all-purpose, you know? Uh, I'm a homebody, so okay, I, so I really know. can't complain. So you don't care about the separation of like not having a work energy inside of your. Every once in a while, I will ret- rotate where I'm working. So mm-hmm. usually I'm in the living room, 
But then sometimes I move to my room. So I kind of just give each space that I've been working in like a little break. And then when I leave that area, I'm like, oh, it's nice. This is the house part of where I live. But yeah, it's, it's, I'm a homebody. So I really just can't. I don't need to go outside. I choose not to go outside. She really does. She really does. How are you feeling, Charlie? How are you? I am, you know, I highly favored. Amen. I'm not, but like, I'm definitely, (laughs) I'm some type of favored. Like, I feel like my favoring is getting better, um, but it's still struggle. You know, I, every day I wonder if I should have taken that job offer in February that was presented to me uh, for that clerkship. Mm. Um, but now it's just like, if I had taken it, it would have gotten real complicated real quick. What you mean? Like right now, like just having to work as a law clerk during a holiday season, I would have been working this weekend. There's no possible way for me to do that. Oh, yeah. Because you got like you go outside. I go outside. You be outside. I do. Like, this one is outside. I'm surprised you're yeah. not outside with them. Honestly. Oh, no. I'd be like, oh, where are you going? That sounds like way too much. Have fun. Pretty nice much. She'll ask me my schedule and I'll be like, do you want to come with me? Like people love you. And then she's just like, nah, that's not mm. like I throw up a little bit in my mouth when she wow. tells me her schedule. I'm like, it's starting to get to the point where I, too, am just, like, going outside to, like, just disassociate in the corner. I'm just like, bro, this is not, this isn't my vibe. I'm here to support and show face and, like, just be active in the community. But I really hate going to clubs now. Oh, my God. No clubs. They're gross. They're so gross. No, I hate clubs. But everybody's event well, is at a club. It depends what kind of clubbing. I like, would prefer an outdoor club. Gentlemen's club? Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. You know? I've never been to one of those. Yeah. I'd go. I haven't yeah, been to one of those yeah. either. You've gone. There we go. Oh, oh there, we go. there we go. It was there. <laughs> All right. So your next event needs to be... At a gentleman's club? Yes. yes. I would rather it be outside. So like an outside strip club, yeah. Rooftop. An outside strip club? A rooftop strip Yo, rooftop strip club. How do we throw money when there's wind? Oh, Mm. Donations. <laughs> Donations to the environment, to the community. Pretty much, yeah. just do the QR code. Be like, scan that right here. That would make me sad if I was a dancer. I'd be like, are people giving me things? Yeah. Or what's happening here? I mean, we would probably have to install some like like uh, structures to Ooh, stop the wind from. I could be the person on the mic, like watching their <laughs> account. I'd be like, she's up to four hundred dollars. <laughs> or it could be like one of those like enclosed systems where like cash is like the yes. money machine yeah, yeah so we just keep them trapped in this enclosed system but yes. it can't be too hot outside because then it's gonna feel like a greenhouse exactly there. exactly and we don't want them to you know i'm overheat. not saying that this should be outside i'm just saying that this should be within it would be different walls. if it was outside that's all i'm saying my, my whole thing calling me you're not gonna answer my gardener sorry again <laughs> He really wants to garden something. He like, really wants garden, man. This is the <laughs> garden day. He's like, where are you, bro? Yes. Like we supposed to be playing the tulips. You know what I'm Hell yeah. That's what I was doing. Use okay. use your gardener. Um, what's it called? Use your your creative direction. Your garden assumption. Your gardener. No. You're not gonna help me at all. I haven't had food today, so <laughs> you've had juice. I'm just gonna you stare into your face. Juice. I'm so sorry. All right. I mean, I feel like we've definitely broken a lot of ice. But do you want to do the this or that, or do you want to just get into this episode? Oh, you asking me? Yes. Oh, don't say yes at me so hard. 
I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. No. Let's do like two or three. Okay, cool. Do you want to start it off? Because you know I'm a little slow with this. Okay, okay. Um, we like to break the ice with just a this or that game. Just to, you know, go tit for tat, you know? Right. So, yeah. Okay. This guy is still calling you? Man. You want to guard him bad. Like, I need to get these plants in the ground. Just put the <laughs> tulips in the ground, bro. I'm telling you. Wait, for some reason, I want to ask, why did you assume it was a guy? Why oh. can't it be a girl? Why can't it be a woman? Because I've noticed y'all keep thinking it's a Honestly, guy. I feel like women don't call you that much. <laughs> to plant like, some shit? I would, like, I would not hit somebody. If I was, like, a lady gardener, I'd be yeah. like, if they don't answer on the first thing. I'm planting whatever the fuck I yeah. want. <laughs> that is true. That is me giving. Context clues. Yep. Critical thinking. Like, uh, men like, check. Yeah. Like, She's like, hey, can I do this? I've a grocery list before, yeah. and they... Hey, which one? I hey. had to send the pictures. Because we are not trying to get you all to turn up on us. Boom. Women just be like, I'll make the decision my goddamn self. I'm like, oh, okay. And that's really what it, that's what it boils down to. Because I'm just like, oh, I'm making the executive decision. You can't do that. We're a team. Where was the team? Where was the team? Does the team read their emails? <laughs> That's I got the first like 4,000. 4,000? emails, yeah. <laughs> Give me anxiety thinking about it. Give I just start deleting stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. Let's not think about it's it. It's important. It'll come back. Right. <laughs> you delete emails? Unopened? That's wild. That is really I I you, do like a sort. You are freaky, man. <laughs> wild shit. Like, what? what the hell? My personal inbox? Hell yeah. Wow. I sort them all by like where it's coming from. Yeah. yeah. And if I don't see nothing that feels important from the little co- like little subject yeah. line, it's gone. Impressive. Oh my god. Yeah, because I'm not going to sort through four thousand emails. Well, That's just. And I think I'm happen. just gonna do like check all and then like read. That's a that's a cheat. Yeah. That's what I like to do. I'm just like, hmm, let's mark all as red. But then in a couple months, it's like, wow, they sent me like my birth certificate through my email and I couldn't find it. <laughs> that's not it's not my important email. It's my burner email. <laughs> oh, OK, OK, OK. Oh, it's like the coupon email. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Emails. Pretty much. But, OK, let's. Episode. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's skip this for that. Okay, cool. All right, so then fine. We'll come back and do this or that if we have more time. All right, so basically, this is the check-in podcast. We like to talk about a bunch of different shit through, like, a mental health perspective, you know what I'm saying? Um, We met at a talk. We did. And I felt like your, um, your like, mission for um, harm reduction, everything, it kind of aligned pretty closely to, like, the mental health type of yes. field yep. so could you introduce us to the kaleidoscope institute and like where that came about and inspiration behind it and what your goal is for the platform sure thing right. um so kaleidoscope institute the objective is really just to create like an educational platform mm-hmm. non-biased backed up uh with evidence-based practice mm-hmm. on how drugs work in the most basic way possible because, you know, we're trying to enrapture everyone without a scientific background and yeah. with scientific background as well, because scientists still have their own biases. Yeah. So how this came about was through um, it was kind of like an integration of just my existence right from my education, mm-hmm. which, you know, I studied my I have a background in biology and, you know, chemistry and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So just understanding how just understanding the mechanics of like the brain yeah then with 
that, I was able to gain my own experience, you know, from living in, a, in Los Angeles as an adult and mm. bartending, believe mm. it or not, because I was connected with so many different types of, like, successful black folks mm-hmm. that dabble with substances, Yeah, you know? And, um, like, I made one friend, right? This guy fucking hates coffee, <laughs> you know, because coffee's a drug. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I talk about in uh, one of the videos that I produced. Yeah. And so he's a psychiatrist. And this dude, um, during the days where he's down, mm-hmm. where he doesn't have energy, right, the typical individual will result to coffee or tea, mm-hmm. depending on their preference. He results to cocaine. You know, he just okay. does, like, two bumps, and he's chill. And mm-hmm. he does it, like, twice a week, three times a week. Because, you know, uh, psychiatrists, they work extended hours. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so... Experiences like that and experiences like um, I remember one time when I was making some dude some type of fucking drink. I don't remember because <laughs> I worked at um, a black owned jazz bar. And, yeah. And I worked okay. at. Uh, yeah. Those I bartended there and I bartended at this uh, black owned Caribbean infused Californian style. I don't know what the fuck a California yeah. style infused. <laughs> I think you just want to put words in there. California infused. Yes. Caribbean, Caribbean infused. Spot. And it was on the Chef Ramsey show. So I wow. bartended at those places. So. Those places kind of like attracted more of uh, elite black folks. Mm-hmm. And so one experience happened when uh, I, t- I gave the dude his drink and all of a sudden he was just looking around, reaching f- for change in his pocket. And it was like a plethora of just cocaine bags just everywhere. Yep. And he's looking around like this shit. And I'm like, homie, chill. I got you. So I just helped <laughs> pick him up and put it in his pocket. So, you know, those experiences um, in Los Angeles and then along with coming here and seeing how people perceive drugs, specifically black folks, mm-hmm. kind of like encourage me to create this whole platform mm-hmm. because our biology is what makes up our reality, right? Mm-hmm. So our senses, you know, whenever we hear the word drugs or whenever we see drugs, um, for a lot of folks, it's it kind of produces a very negative reality, mm. you know. And uh, when we speak about, you know, black people, there were some historical events that affected the community dramatically, you know, as it relates to drugs. Yeah. So um, we need to, the whole idea is just to teach people, not encourage you to do drugs or not discourage you to do drugs. It's just so that we are trying to, educate you on drugs so Mm -hmm. then you can make the conscious decision or so then you can spread that knowledge to others around you or even be able to understand what others around you that do drugs you know feel or you know what like what is making them do that and also for users our idea is to teach users how to use substances properly Mm -hmm. so then they can live long enough to seek the appropriate help they need Mm. so that's beautiful yeah Yeah. i like that yeah i could have went on and on it was just i was like i need chill now how long have you been doing this so i've been doing this for well when i released it because it's it's been you know something i've been writing about for like years man but in terms of when i presented it to the world it was like 20 2018 okay oh okay. yeah 20 no 2019 my apologies so it was like almost a pandemic baby yeah yeah it was yeah, like your little mature pandemic baby yeah your little pandemic project your pandemic project yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's great yeah. i do love that like you did this before people just had too much time on their hands like yeah awesome. yeah mm-hmm. and i was juggling like fucking my masters i was juggling like working and 
it was a lot of shit. So I was like, I need to release at an appropriate time where I can um, have time mm -hmm. to kind of like contribute to like, you know, releasing content. And now, like ever since I came back to Baltimore, I told you after mm -hmm. work, it's like it's been challenging because I'm a person where my environment has to be like clean and neat and shit. Yeah. And I just renovated my fucking house, yo. So everything's yeah. everywhere. So yeah. I can't really think, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my brain processes is like a reflection of my environment. So yeah. I've been putting a lot of fucking focus on that. And mm -hmm. I need to chill and, you know. So did you come back into the whole DIY situation at home after work? Like I'm sorry. You like you came home and it was just a uh, yeah it was a tornado in the motherfucker so I was like, <laughs> yo there's no fucking way i can chill yeah act like this shit don't exist you know what I'm yeah. saying? it's like i got a hurdle over shit to like get to yeah. the kitchen mm. so i'm just I know that been, yeah mm. yeah mm. okay but yeah that's it in a nutshell and uh yeah i've been enjoying every bit of it just Reading about drugs, it's something I do as a hobby. Yeah. I fucking love it, man. Yeah. Just reading about how the brain operates. On drugs. Yeah. This is your brain on drugs, but like actually studying that shit. Yeah, without frying eggs. Yeah. Exactly. Without. I love those commercials. They were so fun. <laughs> Show entertaining as hell. Like they never, and even watching them as a kid, I would just be like, hmm? Yeah. This makes your brain do that? Yeah. If it's I it just didn't translate to yeah. my young brain and now that i'm an adult i was just like this is foolish and, <laughs> and that's the doing? thing like they were trying to be creative but they failed dramatically like because yeah. there's people with you know concrete thinking mm -hmm. you know that like look at it and they don't really understand the bigger picture mm -hmm. and the bigger picture of what they were trying to display is erroneous it's not you know correct mm -hmm. yeah so yeah i mean it's it's yeah it's been ridiculous man well, let me ask you, because we started as a mental health podcast pretty much exclusively. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we are both um, mm -hmm. mentally ill. Very. Ill I mean, a lot of people have mentally some of it. It's just a spectrum, you know what I'm saying? Facts. That's what I think. I'm just like, where are you? <laughs> I'm over here. Are you, like, kind of close to me or not? <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole spectrum. Yeah. yeah. So has your own mental health journey shaped your views on drug use in general because i know we have you know one of the questions i heard a lot um in my own journey was just like people were like well don't why are, why would you do that that's not yeah. good you can't just put drugs in your system like yeah. you don't know what's gonna do and i'm like yeah. i'm a mental health patient right. <laughs> they literally give me stuff not knowing what it's yeah. gonna do yeah. it's just prescribed there's yeah. not too much of a difference in taking that risk to see how does this function with yeah. my biology but me having that mental health issue, I'm just like, all right, some things you just gotta do your research and fuck yeah. around and find out. Yeah. But let me ask if you had a different experience or um, some people have anxiety, like you said, yeah. spectrum. So how's this shaped how you view drugs in general? So it's very interesting you ask because um, how, the people that I've met that do work just like myself or similar usually have had some type of breakthrough, right? Mm -hmm. But for me, um, and that's what makes me unique even working in psychiatry because a lot of people in psychiatry, especially uh, those that work in substance use like myself, they were once addicts, you know, and they were once, you know, uh, using substances to cope. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was really just one experience. Mm -hmm. um, and this dates back to, what, 2013 or something. Mm -hmm. So 
I moved to Kentucky to attempt to play football and um, well traveled. Then, yeah, I was in Kentucky. So well traveled. And then that's when I went to Fisk. Go Bulldogs. Oh, um, wait but, a minute, Fisk. Yeah, maybe Ryan, maybe not. The Fisk. No, that's Butler. The he went to Butler. Fisk. Yeah, he did go to Butler. Yeah, yeah, right, just another homie, another sure. homie. But shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Oh, yeah, face yeah. <laughs> face. But um, but yeah. So it started off with that, and then uh, that didn't go well due to like you know immigration reasons. Like I was about to even get deported. It was some wild shit happening oh, back. Fuck. Yeah, I was about to get deported. So everything that I worked hard for, you know, like because I only focused on football, and mm -hmm. you know, I kind of ditched the whole education thing because when I came to America. I noticed it wasn't cool to be smart. So, uh, you know, I put all my energy. Because, you know, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It's mm. just where you put it. So mm -hmm. I put all my energy into my physical abilities. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, going to Kentucky. Then I get a letter from immigration. Yo, homie, pack your shit. You're about to get deployed. Yo. And I'm like, well, that's the summary of it. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, fuck. fuck. You know, it's yeah. like my sister went to the hospital for uh, deep depression, because she actually put in so much work in academia mm -hmm. versus myself, where mm -hmm. I just let homies do my homework. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and it was, I just remember being in this dark room, my mm -hmm. parents' house, and my parents were in Africa at the time because when they sent us the letter, my grandfather was getting buried. He was an herbalist, and he died like at 105. Whoa. An old ass man. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to my grandfather. But um, so yeah, I was just alone in this house. My sister was hospitalized, and I had one homie, right? He was like, yo, you might as well just, you know, do drugs. And I was like, what, what the fuck? After yeah. all of that, dude? Yeah, he was like, you ain't got shit to lose, bro. <laughs> he was like, you ain't got shit to lose, homie. He should have yeah. a friend. I He's have my Guatemalan friend, He's bro. He's not like, wrong. Shout out to Rodrigo. <laughs> shout out to Rodrigo. But, um, so he was like, yo, I got some tabs, man. I got some LSD tabs. There we go. And I was like, yo. Yeah. I was like, fuck it, I ain't got shit to lose. I mean, yo, if anything, hours. yeah, exactly. If anything, <laughs> I'm mentally fucked in Italy or something, or Canada, because those were the two places that I was going to either uh, end up going. Yeah. So I'm not going to Nigeria, bro. There's too much corruption. There's too much fucked up shit there. Hey. But um, so I did some LSD, and that shit gave me, like, it was like a whole new world. Yeah. I was like, yo. A new fantastic point of view. My God. Like my I was able to look outside in and mm -hmm. uh think expansively, reflect on my life, look at like what how I've been living prior to that experience. And so with all of that going on mentally, which was a span of like, what, a couple months, mm -hmm. I decided to just press a reset button and just like live life based on like what I think makes sense, you know, mm -hmm. with evidence. You yeah, know what I'm saying? you so, have to. Yeah, because yeah, I used yeah. to do a lot of shit back then being around a bunch of like airhead athletes. I used mm -hmm. to do shit because, you know, it's cool. Cause, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're like, yo, you did this, you did that. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. after that, I just I just blossomed into this fucking random hippie slash whatever, <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying like yeah. i don't even get myself labels because i'm just like i'm and i'm a reflection of just like everything i've experienced you know yeah what i'm saying so that was literally the only breakthrough you know it's not like i had like, any type of like drugs in my family mm -hmm. or anything like that or yeah so that's a fresh perspective though considering very fresh the mm -hmm. industry that you're in because like God, you said yes. a lot of people have a, a plethora of personal experience yes and 
and they're like i did this and you can do this too and yeah. you're like hey bro yeah. i just did this one thing kind of this one time and it was cool mm -hmm. yeah yep 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 but that was a good segue because honestly i would love for you to get into your psychedelic journey i don't do drugs but if i did <laughs> <laughs> But if I, did, if I so happen to do drugs, if she um, did, I may have had a very similar experience to you. Um, my brain was literally like rotting in my skull. I was just like, I'm done. Wow. I'm not doing life no more. I am fucking How long ago done. was this? Uh, that was 2018. Mm. And it was a tough uh, year for a lot of people. Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's the year I created Kaleidoscope. Well, 2019. Well, I thought about 2018. Anyways, I needed you. <laughs> but you're here now, so that's fine. It yes. worked um, out. But yeah, I just, I had just purchased a home the year before, two months into owning a home. The home you own now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. My house flooded. Um, I didn't have a functioning <laughs> kitchen. My whole, everything yeah. was just not working for five months. I had the worst contractors known to man. Oh my God. Um, my lovely twin was not living with me yet. So you just feel that whole pressure of like, I'm a recent graduate. I have a job. It's a good job to afford a house, but I'm doing this by myself. Like mm -hmm. I don't have no help. And then I got in a car accident that August. Damn, my back was messed up. Your ass. She was really going it through it. Like everything that could have happened, happened to me in 2018. Cause wow. that, yeah, that Jan January 2nd was when my house flooded. Wow. And then I didn't get a functioning house until around Wait, then. Wait, was it was it like a natural disaster or did you leave something pipe. on? Oh, pipe, okay. There is a previous repair done by the homeowners. Um, they didn't do it correctly. There was no insulation in the wall. There was nothing what? I could have done about it. It was <laughs> gonna happen. And it dropped down to seven degrees that winter. So that was the oh night. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, it was some Jesus shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And that oh. was the first of many water issues. She's been there for a long There was time. another leak. There's been three yeah. Yeah. in the are... house. Yeah. What was your house built? Um, 90s. It's not even that old of a home. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. The, ho the previous homeowners were idiots, though. They, yeah. they did a lot of things to they, the house that didn't. They ran that shit to the ground. Yeah. I understand why they left. So it was it was a lot of things that were bound to break. Wow. It just the timing of it was horrible. Yep. So house flooded in January up until May. Finally, get my house together. Find out the contractors I had didn't do a good job. So I have mold. I had to pay for the mold to get removed myself because the only option was to ask them to come back. And I refused. Wow. Um, then I got into a car accident. My back was messed up. Oh Insomnia. Wasn't able to sleep. I can't oh even lift anything God. more than five pounds. Then I'm processing this insurance claim. They try to send my bills to collections. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what? why is all of this happening in one year? And mind you, before then, I was living with my dad. So this is my first time being out on my own. Mm -hmm. And all of this shit is happening. Um, broke off a six-year six relationship. Damn. Also, yeah. <laughs> You're like, it doesn't Damn, stop. Man, never so, stop you know? My brain just was like, we can't do of anymore. Of course. Like this yeah. is, yeah. you know, everybody's just trauma exhausted. threshold is different. But mm -hmm. for me, yeah. that we were way past the threshold. So yeah. um, I ended up telling my twin, I was like, hey, yo, you ever feel like you just don't want to wake up sometimes? <laughs> Hey, that's when you got that's that passive death wish right there. That's when yeah. you got called a motherfucking hotline. And yeah. that's when we yeah. learned, like, oh, that's like, even if it's passive, like, that's not normal. Yeah. Not I ended up asking my doctor, I was like crying in the doctor's office, like, listen, I don't want to be here anymore. She told me, words. you're just going through things. Are you You'll be fine. Fucking. <laughs> and then by the next year, I was admitted into the hospital. Are you fucking. Yeah. yeah. So Give me the name of that provider. <laughs> No, because that's I, not, that's when you're directly saying it's not even passive at that point. She should have certified you and then you would have ended up, you know, in the I hospital. agree. 
I agree. But it festered and didn't really get help until uh, I got a new doctor. So my job got bought out by another company, got new health care, went to Kaiser. They were they took that shit so serious. She Hell did my yeah, little yo. screening yo. and she was like, don't move. She called yeah. like six people. <laughs> she was like, you got two other appointments today. You going over yes. here? You going? I was like, oh, I got to go back to work. She said, nah, no. you're not going back to <laughs> yeah. work. Yeah. You got to go to these places. Yep. And by the end of the day, I was checked into the ER. Yep. Um, but that ER experience was really bad for me. Um, my twin knows we do have an episode about that. But I essentially felt like I was treated um, like a prisoner. Mm. Um, yeah. They pretty much stripped me down. They took all my stuff yeah, from me. Yeah, um, yeah. They put a tracker on my wrist. They told me I couldn't leave. Wow, yeah. Uh, I wanted to keep, I had some paper that had my contact numbers in it. Oh. I had to beg to keep these papers because they said I had access to the phone. Right. But they would never let me make any calls. You called. They mm -hmm. never told me that she called me. What hospital was this? Uh, Howard County General. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. That, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I yeah. almost turned up on them, but they were cool with me. Like, I had to finesse my way back there to go visit her and make sure she was cool, but like, like I didn't have food. She didn't get food. <laughs> she didn't get fed. I was like, I'm not leaving until I make sure she eats today. Yeah, and it was late. Yeah, like, it was like nine o'clock. Yeah, so, so it was definitely a rocky experience, and I was just like, ooh, this is a problem that when I want to help. They told me change. I couldn't leave. That's when I was just like freaking out because they're like, you can't leave until you get treatment. I'm like, I've been here for a day, no treatment. The doctor ended up letting me leave, thank God. But then I had a two thousand dollars some change bill. It just never for where I didn't even get any treatment. Yeah. So after that, I had a friend that was just like, "Then try taps," <laughs> and I was just like, "The fuck else can go wrong?" Wait, what type of taps? Same as you. LSD taps. Yeah. If that happened. Because I thought you said lower tab. You know, there. Oh no, no. I was like, damn. No. So and that was like the most. Wow. Amazing day that I had ever had. I was wow. just like, I feel happy. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a new perspective. Yes. I feel like my brain has just opened up wow. to other experiences. Like just being outside was just like, I get to be outside. Yeah. Look at this. It's so pretty. Wow. So <clears throat> that was really my introduction into like having something that was kind of routine. It wasn't something that I took, you know, monthly if I took yeah. something like that. But it was something that every once in a while, if I felt like things were getting really, really dark for me, it was a good reset button. Right. Like, hold the power button down, just let it start over. And I was right. just like, all right. Yeah. Do you know the story behind uh, LSD? Yes. It's we are right. very much into all of the Netflix documentaries. The drug documentaries. We yeah. love them. I love them because I did, you know, if I did do this, I might have told my mom on a cruise when I took tabs on a cruise. Nice. And she just was not prepared for any of that information. Yeah. And I was just like. You told her the story about the dolphin? No. Oh, I was going to say, like, you told her the whole history of LSD? No. Oh, okay. no, no, no. I told her my history. Your history. Okay, got you, got and you. And then she was just mortified, but she's a good mom. Shout out to my mom. But, yeah. Um, Shout out to mom. Shout yeah, to like, mom. it It was just something that I felt like I wanted to share. But as you know, there's yeah. just a stigma with a lot of things. So oh, yeah. it was kind of hard trying to go like, no, no, it's like not all the things that yeah. Nixon said it was. I <laughs> promise. Like, yeah. this was actually created to help people with mental health issues. Yeah. And it's really wild because, um, you know, this kind of rolls into what my what I'm currently working on as far as like project wise, mm -hmm. um, because especially as a colored person, you know, dabbling with, you know, what they call, you know, psychedelics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
it's something that's not really accepted in our culture. You know, a lot of, yeah. you know, black folks, doesn't matter if you're, you know, um, African or mm-hmm. Caribbean or whatever. It's like they only, if they do experiments, it's only with weed, mm-hmm. right? And now you've got uh, opioids. Mm-hmm. So whenever you talk about doing something like acid, their eyes just get big as yeah. fuck. They're like, yo, that's some white people shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. And so I was that told, like, it's just very limiting. Mm-hmm. Somebody very was limited. like, doesn't that melt your brain? I was like, yes. I'm telling you, my brain is very much yes. intact. The, yeah. the other thing the melting my brain is the depression, but yeah. we won't talk about that. I guess. It's totally fine. Yeah. And I did have someone else that I mentioned this to, and they were like, oh, so how do you like Coke? And I was like, oh, hold Whoa. on. I, Damn. I, I only like, did and this. And cocaine, like, yeah. This is it. It's we a gateway drug. We didn't really. jump to nothing else. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like a, you know, Everything is so, there's so many opinions that are circulating and people mm-hmm. are looking at them like they're factual. Yeah. Like, it's so interesting because I, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen any drug documentaries or even the one you're speaking of because what I prefer is to read mm-hmm. the actual book, which, you know, tends to be more thorough. Mm-hmm. And when LSD was first invented by Dr. Albert Hoffman, right? Hoffman. They gave it to uh, Americans mm-hmm. and clinicians mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. basically encouraged to try them. With patients, yeah, mm-hmm. which is fucking. Interesting. <laughs> and I was like, wow, and a lot of them. And then the other opinion about it that uh, America put a twist on was they considered LSD to be a psycho, uh, what is it, a psychomimetic, meaning it basically will produce schizophrenic, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, schizophrenic like presentation. So mm-hmm. this is perfect to give a uh, participants so then you would know how to like reverse, you know, these uh, effects that this person is displaying. Mm-hmm. So having those two opinions, you know, and they're yeah. very extreme and that's like that's an opinion that Americans actually created. So Yeah, finding mm-hmm. out how much Europe was behind um, just kind of continuing to do the research. Yeah. And how it just really fell apart here was, especially if you've you've taken this before and it's helped you. Yeah, it was so sad. Yeah, it was just disgusting. Yeah, it was demoralizing. You're just like, wow. There's so many. (laughs) With with us having big pharma too, it's just like there's so many drugs on the market for you know bipolar, depression, anxiety, and all this stuff. And it's just like, this is found in nature. Yeah, and and that's the thing, right? Give it a shot. It's like when people talk about and. I used to be one of those people when I wasn't really educated. You know, I was like, you know, a novice. And, you know, I used to think about, oh, man, you know, LSD is not natural. Only, you know, natural things that I would like to ex- ex- uh, expose myself to mm-hmm. is like weed if I were to try something new. Mm-hmm. But then everything comes from fucking nature. Yeah. Like that is the core of all the substances we indulge. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, you can, there's some that you can actually produce in the lab. You can yeah. mimic uh, the chemical structures of mm-hmm. them. But the foundation of all those substances come from nature. So technically it is natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely got into an argument at a little kickback situation. Nice. I was just like, oh, yeah, LSD is natural. And every, like, four people looked at me and they're like, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah. So where, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that shit came from thin air. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I, I just made that shit up. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Like, whatever. Um, He's but not making shit up. Listen, yeah. I, I don't have it in me to argue with people. If people aren't yo, willing to, energy, if people aren't willing to receive that information and yeah. like kind of get out of their own box, it's I'm really not convince, worth yeah. it. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wild thing to just say no and double down on that. I was like, oh, where's your PhD in natural things that yeah. became drugs? Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, we everybody's just going based off vibes and opinions. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So. Pretty much. And the stigma that, you know, the war on drugs had ever, like, so long ago, it still, like, rings true oh, in yeah. 2023. Like, Yo. just the little yeah. commercials with the little, you know, this is your brain on drugs and everything like that. Like, people really do believe that your brain is frying. Of course. At any given moment yeah. with any I substance. like the little deflated girl who was on the couch. Yes. <laughs> I was like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, she's relaxed. Let her yeah, she's chilling, yo. Let After a long ass day of work, yeah. she's smoking that joint. And that. for alcohol to be so widely acceptable. And I'm just yeah. like, this is literal poison. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, it's 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 really interesting because um you have people in the medical field, you know, my coworkers that even use that terminology to describe the effects of LSD. They'll say, Yeah, frying. Mm-hmm. You know, they say that with all substances. And um the way I see all drugs, every single drug, is it's not good, nor is it bad. Mm-hmm. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. So depending on the individual and how their biology is made up and whatever pre-existing uh, mental illness they might present with, mm-hmm. the outcome is different across the map. So mm-hmm. correlation does not mean causation. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like even alcohol mm-hmm. is a tool. You know what I'm saying? So... It just depends on who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it could be beneficial. It could be a disadvantage. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. So you mentioned that you like, you know, reading books on studies. Oh. Are there any trusted sources that you would like to recommend for people? Because I, I, we love having good car facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't like pulling shit out of thin air, shit out of anybody's ass, including yeah. my own. So uh, if there's not a, fun. exactly not fun, yo. anything you would recommend. So um, for me, right, um, you kind of still have to be careful whenever you use these uh, quote unquote uh, reliable resources, even mm-hmm. though they're scholarly journals, because there's still some bias that exists within them. Mm-hmm. As a person that understands the foundation of like uh, science, like chemistry and biology and shit mm-hmm. and, you know, being new to what uh psychiatry yeah it's like i'm able to kind of depict where the bias exists within these sources okay right so and there are a lot of you know journals that do comparative analysis Mm -hmm. you know like comparing different journals and saying okay where does the bias exist so okay i for myself what i have to do is i do a lot of digging Mm. and I so I recently just co I'm I'm a co-author of a book that is going to be released very soon. Yeah, it's one of the first books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what the fuck I've been working on too, that's which is amazing. why my production on TikTok has been kind of like slowed down. Mm-hmm. So um, You're busy. That's yeah, fine. Literally shit. booked, booked Literally and busy. Booked and yeah. busy. Congratulations. Yeah. Appreciate it. So um, through that experience, I was able to see like you know how I you know, had some information yeah, incorrect, mm-hmm. you know, and because um, I wrote the timeline or, uh, yeah, I kind of wrote the timeline of all substances because mm-hmm. the book is basically um, focusing on psychedelics and pain. Mm-hmm. It's one of the first books that's about to be out. Yeah, I wrote it with this psychiatrist in L.A. So through that experience, I was able to see, damn, I thought this was this because I had to go through so many fucking, I didn't even, I barely slept and I was mm-hmm. working like, 
yo, one week I worked like almost 90 hours a week. Oh my God. So yeah, I didn't sleep. So I was able to see like the information that I had prior to even starting this book was incorrect, Mm. you know? And that is because I depended on just, you know, these quote unquote reliable resources from these scholarly journals. Mm -hmm. But they were, you know what I'm saying? And all you have to do to release a journal article is just pay a scientist to Mm. just, you know, do research. And these big, you know, pharma or these other big organizations pay these scientists to kind of like steer the audience Mm. in a particular way to where it's kind of like anti-drugs. So it's kind of hard to say there is a, oh, well, I would say Dr. Carl Hart, you know, the event that we met at? Yes. I love that man. So if you really want a lot of information on substances, read his book. Yeah. You know, Drug Use for Grown-Ups. Yes. Yes. It's a good book. It's a good book. Yeah. And then, you know, Mm. from there, I believe you can extend, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's really important to know these scientists that are, you know, presenting their information with uh, unbiased perspective. I'll definitely be sharing this episode with him as well. He told me to stay in contact. Oh, yeah. No, nah, he's a great man. Yeah, like, he really he, yeah, is. I speak to him. Like, and he's one of the... Well, he's one of the what my top three scientists. Yo. Mm-hmm. He really influenced this journey that I'm on right now. And he'll do yeah. a little bump of heroin. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just chilling, like, bro. Just fucking chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That man is chilling after a long day at work. Just a little. Do some motherfucking heroin. That's like yes, and he talks about it so openly yeah. and freely. So what do you? <laughs> yeah. This is the world I want to live in. But he explains that, you know, it it doesn't alter him to a point. Like, it works with his biology. Exactly. It doesn't make him into this monstrous, horrible, abusive person. I'm not going to say my relation to this person, but it was, um, essentially, it was like a black auntie. And Mm -hmm. she was like, I did crack. I didn't get addicted. I was like, whoa, hold on. This is a lot to unpack. I mean, just like her talking that way. Those are the ones that be getting addicted, right? looking at her like i never seen i never would have thought day in my life that you did crack yeah but that's just the go goes to show you your biology really plays a big role in what drugs you can and can't handle like my brain i don't know what happens with cannabis whatever leafly says it's supposed to do it don't do it does the exact opposite like yeah and my cannabis journey has been very very like at first i could not smoke every time i smoked it was a horrible experience Got super paranoid, was awful, mm. literally felt like ants were calling up my body. Like I was yeah. hallucinating. Wow. But then one of her little ex boo things was just like, I got some good shit. I right. think you just need a really, really potent indica to calm you down. Wow. And I was like, okay. So I tried it. And ever since then, I was like, yes, indica goddess, this is where I live. This is where wow. I'm at. Um, recently I started like dabbling more into hybrids or everything like that and really getting into the different terpene levels. Like I'm actually studying cannabis now. So when I pass her stuff, I'm like, this is what's supposed to happen. And when she gives me her feedback, it's chaos. (laughs) Makes sense. I don't know what to do. So, you know, it's just, it doesn't work for her. And I've just accepted that. And you know, some people just have to roll with it like yeah. if it doesn't vibe with your body don't force it right because mm-hmm. it, it probably is your body saying no we right. don't like this but 
her experiences with psychedelics, she's always had a good trip. I've had nice. three bad trips. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like very high functioning too. There's not a yeah. thing that like takes me out. I can like do that and go mm -hmm. to a <laughs> HOA meeting yeah. where I can go to the grocery store, get my grocery shopping on. So Amazing. it's definitely something that <laughs> helps me navigate life in a better state of mind. Um, yeah, because she's like like anxiously introvert like you know like social anxiety like yeah very constricted yeah, yeah. but like bachelorette <laughs> weekend i was lit <laughs> and they were like are you are you not so 2.0 like, no yeah. i'm not right. <laughs> but i'm cool i'm chill yeah we was okay so yeah. it just it's something that i wasn't always super introverted mm -hmm. and i think that's something that once I start having mental health issues, yeah. it's just the self-policing that makes it worse. Cause I'm like, am I being normal right now? Am I being mm -hmm. weird? Like I need to stop being weird. I yeah. can't just stop being weird. Maybe I should just stay my ass at home. Mm -hmm. right. So with that, now I have like this, you know, ability to kind of get back in touch with, you know, having that freedom of not being a slave to my, my thoughts mm -hmm. and going, Oh, I have to make sure that I'm being normal. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, That's I'm cool. existing and whatever I'm existing yeah. is, is my normal. So yep. there yeah. you go. That is true. I know we're like fucking with the time, but Shit. it's cool. I think like one more question. Let's just jump into it. So how important is your goal of harm reduction? And I really want you to like dive deep into that and what you envision like a perfect society would be if they just kind of, you know. Chill the fuck out. If everybody had an A plus in harm <laughs> reduction class. Yeah, word. Um, so basically harm reduction plays a major role in, um, the work that I'm doing currently. Yeah. And so like I mentioned earlier about how we all have this idea of reality, right? Mm -hmm. It is usually, again, it starts with your biology, mm -hmm. then whatever, you know, you introduce to your body or whatever you hear or, you know, see, it mm -hmm. could be, let's say cocaine. And for black folks, you know, first thing that comes into mind is something very negative because yeah. either they have a personal experience, mm -hmm. um, them, you know, in the 80s during the height of it all and, you know, not really being the best parent they can be or best yeah. guardian or whatever. Or it could be someone close by, like a relative or like your auntie that did crack, you know, it could be just <laughs> yeah. like something like that. So automatically they are just trying to shut it off and then when they're in a situation where you know they know somebody that could use some proper information they don't have anything to provide because they shut themselves off from trying to learn about how these substances work mm -hmm. so that right there is a perfect scenario of my work and how i want to help people especially urban folks mm -hmm. because we are so limiting. It's very important to expose yourself to information, yeah. especially information that can help, you know, Save those around life. you yeah. as well as you yourself, if mm -hmm. you do, you know, dabble. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the whole idea of like um, harm reduction and like most recently, I released the video about, you know, naloxone and Narcan, mm -hmm. how, you know, you can use it to save someone from an overdose. Yeah. But what people don't understand, right, is that um, there are specific opioids that it will work for, uh -huh. you know. And so I want to be able to provide people with that information. And another type of harm reduction information is the fact that, um you know, you can have home test kits, right, where yeah. you can test your drugs, mm -hmm. right? Like, let's say, for instance, fentanyl. Fentanyl is uh, causing a lot of hysteria in mm -hmm. the community. Yeah. And so these home test kits cannot detect 
um, what we call analogs in chemistry. Analogs are substances that are sibling molecules of a particular substance. So if you think about fentanyl, right? Fentanyl, there are many derivatives yeah. of fentanyl. They're created carfentanyl. Carfentanyl is one of the fentanyl um, derivatives that is used to tranquilize uh, animals. Like, you know when wow. they do darts in those movies yeah. and shit, mm -hmm. and it hits the animal and the animal goes to sleep? That's carfentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was a very interesting animal. Yeah. It was like a dog that just kind of... I don't know why you want to tranquilize. That's very... I don't know if I want to shoot darts at dogs, you know. I, I know, think about I rhino or some shit. You're right. You know they should have been more like they're exactly. <laughs> There's some dogs. Yeah. King Corso, you get a dart. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so now what people don't understand is like there are different analogs of uh, uh, fentanyl that are circulating in our community, right? So these test kits are not going to be able to detect mm. those other uh, part, those other types of uh, fentanyl. Yeah. So. And these derivatives of fentanyl are way more stronger than yeah. fentanyl itself. Yeah. So we don't know what's really, I think, well, we do know what's really killing people is fentanyl as well as its analogs that mm -hmm. cannot be detected, yeah. you know, through test kits. So it's like just providing information just like that, right, mm -hmm. can yeah. really help people, really help people to understand and stay safe and do what they can to, you know, make them not to, to to lessen the worst case scenario from happening yeah and so my goal is to reach out to not only the community but mm -hmm. then take it to a political level yes right so then we can uh go towards a more public health approach rather than a law enforcement approach mm -hmm. because that law enforcement shit when the dea was created by motherfucking nixon sure. you know, <laughs> it, it made a lot of black homes uh, end up being uh, fatherless. Yeah. So it didn't work. If anything, it debilitated the black community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So going into harm reduction and kind of like encouraging uh, the, the, the political um, views to kind of like align with, you know, public health approach mm -hmm. is the whole goal because then we can create, you know, um, different like devices that can help detect analogs of fentanyl which mm -hmm. is what is way more stronger than the yeah. fentanyl itself yeah it can help us detect uh i don't know if you heard about that new drug that trank the shit that got motherfuckers leaning like this oh no yo there's That's somebody some TikTok shit? yeah oh, no. the young boys are <laughs> yeah. doing mm. boys and girls yeah i don't like that slump feeling for me personally it's not I'm a slump type of guy i don't, like, not, leaning, yo. I don't like leaning if i'm if falling I'm out leaning, it's time to go to bed yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm leaning my ass to the bed <laughs> i'm leaning into my pillow that's yes. about it underneath yes. like a snuggie like, and a blanket <laughs> Being right, out at a party to... and feeling like that, I would be terrified. Yeah. I would be so scared. Exactly. So it's like right now we are just like not combating the the issue. Yeah. You know, at hand. Mm -hmm. And if anything, we're just delaying the process, which is putting more lives in danger. Yeah. And, you know, we're just so stagnant. Mm -hmm. And I believe in humanity. We're way more progressive. We're way more, you know, intelligent than yeah this but so then that has you questioning like is it a greater purpose such as like a financial kind of situation so it's like i'm just starting at a community level okay yeah to just focus on harm reduction that's why i took a year off from school mm -hmm. you know to really like f go into the community mm -hmm. and teach you know what i know in the most basic way possible to keep the community i live in safe and then from there hopefully just spreads its wings like a butterfly and just like trickle into other surrounding communities. That's wonderful. Yeah. I, love, I love that. I wish I was taught things about drugs besides, you, teach yourself. Were, you know, going yeah. to hell and yeah. going to die. Yeah, my mom used to say, if I smoke weed once, I'll die. 
Yeah. So that Uncle Lucky, eh? Yeah. He's just doing drugs in Nigeria. He just you don't want to be like Uncle Lucky. If you smoke weed one time, you just die. I believe that shit since I was like, yo, from eight, because Uncle Lucky, he became yeah. turned up. Yeah, in Nigeria. Scarred you. Yeah. 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 And you the one the one time you see somebody like strung out, it's it's just like it's it color it co colors everything you see after that. Yeah. And you don't even know what the situation was. And that that's the government been. had that same approach and mm -hmm. used tabloids in the 80s to kind of like, you know, do the whole yeah. brains on drugs and yeah. homegirls slumped in a couch that looked really comfortable. The and scabs all over the face. The that's scabs all over you. the face. I showed her the uh, the meth one. There the, was a meth, the commercial. meth commercial. Yeah. It was really intense. It actually sounded like a real, like an infomercial for meth, yeah. but then it just went downhill yeah. from what you were saying. I was like, whoa, 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 what's happening? Yeah. It was like exaggeration after exaggeration. It just started yeah. out with her going... I want to clean my house. I have the cleanest house on the block. And then it was, she was like, I got scabs on my face. I got dirt on my... I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And that shit is crazy. The scabs on my face thing pisses me off because <laughs> people don't understand, like, meth is basically like ecstasy. Mm, it's yeah. the same shit, bro. Mm -hmm. It's the same, very similar makeup. Yeah. And the scabs on their face is just a side effect, mm -hmm. right? Because people have the, delu the illusion. That or something's the delusion crawling that, on them. Yeah, it's yeah. formication, which mm -hmm. is, you know, similar to what you thought. Like, you said you had ants crawling on you. So I wasn't trying to dig them bitches out though. Yeah, yeah people people are so deep into their belief. Yeah, that's how powerful the brain is. It's yes. like, oh, you better dig that motherfucker out. <laughs> I've had people I empathize with it. I I good I got it. Like I yeah. was just like, this is uncomfortable. Because it's like what's the what's the I saw you like I didn't see you smoke, but um I went to visit you at your your first college home. And the, you were so scared. Somebody was like, the cops are coming. You started running. Yeah. And I, I ran. was like, is she yeah. being for real? Is she being funny or is she being for real? No. And I was like, it's like I smoked the weed. Live paranoid. Because yeah. my perception of drugs was always very negative. And I was like, this is not going to be something that I'm going to be enjoying. This is something that I need to fear. Right. And so when it present, like the opportunity presented itself for me to get high, I was just always scared. Yeah. But because now, you have that preconceived belief that yeah. this shit is negative and I'm doing something negative and I'm a whole negative being right now. Now I have the preconceived belief that this shit is medicine and I'm yes. doing something it's positive. Cool. <laughs> yes. yes, however it helps you. Like, you however it helps me. But, yeah. I mean, I definitely check in with myself and make sure, you know, you know that I'm not doing too much. But yeah. I think we're getting the signal. We're getting no? Oh, we're not? Oh, cool. Yeah. That's fine. I think you're seeing things. I mean, shit. Is it ants? Are you seeing ants? <laughs> ants are you seeing ants? That Rick and Morty episode. Hey, I, like, I got ants in my eyeballs. I knew I've seen that shit before. <laughs> right. All right. So, do you want to hit the next question or? Yeah, I will hit. Are we on the last one? Are we on the last one? I think so. I mean, I definitely want to know, like, at some point, what's next for the kaleidoscope, so we right. can end that way. Okay. Oh, absolutely, right. and also tell the peoples where to find you, where to follow you, right, right, in, right on. where to get yeah. the book. Yeah. Righteous, righteous. Um, so the former question, uh, what is next for the kaleidoscope? You know, I really am just taking a day at a time. Okay. I'm not one of those niggas that are like, yo, mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to grow an empire, mm -hmm. like, <laughs> my whole family, be my village in Africa. Nah, homie. That's me. I'm not, hey, yeah, yeah. big dream, big, big dreams. I, I just, it. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm a, I get it. I don't like to stress. Yeah, so, no, I get I it. Yeah. Stay chill. 
And you know, I haven't. I like, think I, I told you before. I haven't had social media for six years. Yes, Same and then you lane. hop back on TikTok. And I just hop right on that bitch, man. Wow. But do you edit your own videos? Cause your YouTube videos Everything takes forever. Your YouTube bro. videos are glorious. clean. Yeah. Very clean. Yeah. I mean, it takes a long ass time too. I so that's why it. I stopped YouTube because yeah. like people's attention span. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You got to do. They want that shit. short form exactly content, but. But yeah, I mean, as far as uh, the future for Kaleidoscope, I'm just existing, taking it day by day, just trying to get the information out there. Like I told you, Dope. this year or yeah, the year that I took off from school is a year where I'm just focused on just like community outreach. Yeah. Like that is just my goal. Yeah. I don't care to have a lot of followers, money, whatever. I'm just trying to use different tentacles that i have to you know tap into different spaces mm -hmm. you know with uh important information mm -hmm. that can benefit society as a whole okay. and um your question was where can the people yeah find you? Oh, yeah so the kaleidoscope institute is on tiktok and Instagram. The Instagram shit, man, it's like, <laughs> I don't be trying to transfer that information because yeah. people are like, you know, TikTok is better and shit. Mm -hmm. And then someone's telling me, like, China is about to take Instagram. So I was kind of, or, and then TikTok and this. Yeah, yeah. banned in some states. I don't know right what now. the fuck going on. I'm just <laughs> on TikTok. Let's just say that, you know. Right. And then if they find me on TikTok, I'm going to spread the vibe to okay. Instagram, man. So. All right. Well, get on yeah. your clock app and go follow Kaleidoscope. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. I'm cool. I'm cool. All right. Yes. Thank you so much. Bless, man. Bless. All right. So we're going to tell y'all, you know, first of all, be educated. Mm -hmm. We're going to yes. say what we usually say, yeah. which is be kind to yourself. And be kind to others. And continue mm -hmm. to be that beautiful galaxy that you are. Continue. This is our last episode of this season, you mm -hmm. know. So what? Yes. Cool. Word? Yeah. Yes. This is our double Goodbye. feature. This is our banger. Yeah. So we will see y'all in September. All yeah, right. So enjoy. That's how it is. Yeah. We like breaks. We need breaks. It's an oxymoron. It's supposed to be short, but that's, that's shit long, you know? <laughs> so continue to follow us on Instagram you yes. will see reels and all kinds of fun content we might pop up and do a challenge you don't know what we are gonna do if you're yeah. not following us so make sure you the content not gonna stop just the recording but yes yeah. thank you for a wonderful season 6 y'all we'll, we'll tap in with y'all thank you in the fall bless thank you to our special guest thank you special guest smoke weed everyday hey hey hey, just hey. Just do what you want to do do exactly yeah. what you want to do nobody's yeah. forcing you okay alright <laughs> right, guys right. bye peace